Professor Anthony Cruz. Yeah. The talented a- Anthony yeah. Cruz got him in the house. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> Magician, yeah. uh, singer, songwriter, uh, what else? Actor. Yeah. Uh, the, the talented Anthony Cruz. Yep, yep. Thanks, man. Thanks is. for coming up and <laughs> hanging out. Me. Thanks for having me, Professor. It's awesome. This is an awesome setup. This is my first Thanks, time actually man. being up here. I've never Thanks. been up here. Got some Mike Tyson, here. got some Coach yeah. Andy. Got Jacqueline Jack on the Lino. back. Got you right there. Yeah. And then I like the, the logo here. It's really yeah. nice. Robert's yeah. friend T uh, painted. He started with, he did my thing just, oh, just randomly. Yeah, he owes me and a six-minute round. What's that? <laughs> he owes me oh, a yeah, six-minute yeah. round. <laughs> <laughs> he took your water. <laughs> Yo, okay, so sorry. Sorry for, for, for you watching. I, well, you know, I keep, oh, you know what? I forgot it here again. Hopefully it's still there. But um, I have a water bottle. Everybody brings a water bottle here. And I had forgot my water bottle here, and T was walking around with my water bottle. And the, we're the like, painter. The, yeah, the he's painter. a black belt, too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's a black belt. He's a painter. And he was walking around with my water bottle, over, and we're like, T, why are you walking around with my water <laughs> bottle for, man? Oh, sorry. I'm like, you know what? You owe me a six minute round for trying to take my water <laughs> bottle. He still owes me for that. <laughs> so now he owes me a little six minute round. Now, Krista called him out on it, right? Yeah, the, Krista. The office, yeah, you know, girl. I, I she, owe her some, some, some lunch because she, I haven't seen her she, since. She then. called, yeah, she yeah. called him out on it, and then he's like, no, 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 it's mine. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, no, it's not. <laughs> yes. And only because I told her what it looked like. She's, she knew to keep a lookout. Oh, out, my so. God. so funny, man. That is funny. He's so funny. Well, he's talented, man. He's yeah, so talented. Sure. He's cool, you know. Nice. You know, and, and yeah, I just started the one, the, the Draculino. And then nice. uh, Jeff Glover, you know. Just, ah, I don't know okay, how okay. it came out. He just, just we, then he came out here and just did this whole thing. That's you awesome. Know? And he did all the paintings on the front, too? All on the paintings the, on the, in the attack fit room. Nice. Yeah, That's super really nice. talented guy, you know. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> Man, what a journey, huh? It's like uh, started. I think started in your gym in Hollywood when you had the Hollywood gym. Yeah. So, man, where where are you from originally? You grew up in, in. So I grew up in Downey. Well, it's like we moved a lot. You right, know, right, right. Latino family. My mom yeah. was a single mom. She raised me. and My two sisters on her own. You know, shout out mom. Uh, she made it happen though. You know. Yeah. And but we would we would move. I we grew up in Monterey Park. I was living in Monterey Park for a little Monterey bit. Park. Went to elementary school through Monterey Park. Then one day, my mom uh, smelled someone play, smoking some play, weed. Played play baseball. That's oh, why that's you're, right. That's why you gauntlet, uh, you're gauntlet at some point. <laughs> yeah. You're gauntlet whip. I played baseball for seven years. I was on a baseball down. team. I was on a travel team. Uh, I was getting picked. I was getting scouted by travel teams. Um, and then uh, I was going to play in, I played in middle school. And I was going to play in high school. And I didn't play in high school because I just didn't apply myself academically. Mm. And that's actually how I got into magic. But I'll, I'll circle yeah, back yeah, to yeah, that. Yeah. But yeah, so I was in Monterey Park. My mom Single smelled mom. someone smoking weed. And she's like, I don't want my kids growing up here. So she moved us to Downey. And that's how we went to Downey. And mm. so I really grew up in Downey. I went through, I went to middle school and high school. I finished out there all in Downey, me and my, my sisters and I. And then, um, but yeah, I was going to high school and I just, I, school was never my thing. I think that happens for like maybe a lot of kids. I think we're like me where I know I have like whatever it's called ADHD or whatever, right? right? right. I mean, just, I can't yeah. sit still. Sit down, yeah. My mind's wandering all over yeah. the place, but I'd be diagnosed for sure. Yeah. I, yeah, for <laughs> sure. Right. I mean, I just, and I figured out at a really young age what I wanted to do, which was, you know, I think entertainment and whether it was magic or anything like that. So that's how I got into magic. I discovered it when I was uh, 14, we were in, went to Las Vegas. And I watched Lance Burton perform. I watched Siegfried and Roy perform first. Mm. They hadn't got bit yet. So I watched Siegfried and Roy Vegas, perform huh? first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I watched Lance Burton and I was blown away. How, like, how old are you when you saw that? 14. 14. Yeah. I was blown away. And then uh, my aunt, she got me a big old magic kit just for fun. I went home and I was just practicing and practicing and practicing and practicing just as a hobby, you know? The ADHD kicking Yeah, in, right? right? It just, I found my niche. Yeah, That's yeah, what it yeah. was. And I yeah. found where to 
focus all my energy and that's where it went and i just became so uh, engraved in doing that Inverse, and, I, and yeah. I, I got really good at it and i didn't even realize i got good at it uh, at first i was bad and the problem was my mom would enable me because she was my mom so what happened is i would practice tricks for her and she's like, oh, wow, mijo, that's really nice. Like, perfect. And I go show it to my friends and be like, no, nah, dude, I see the ball right there. It's like, why does it work on my mom? And it doesn't work on them. So then I talk to my mom and my mom would tell me, she's like, oh, I, I see it. But uh, I'm like, mom, you got to tell me. I'm like, this is why I'm Keep practicing it real, mom. for you. Keep it real. She's like, oh, I felt bad. <laughs> so after that, I started, I started fixing all those little errors and things I was doing wrong. And then I got good at it. And I booked my first magic gig when I was in eighth grade. I have a video and it's so bad. So 14, you were, how, how long were you practicing? 14 maybe like a year maybe like a year yeah mm -hmm. a year before and it wasn't even looking for a gig i was just performing right. magic around school and word got around like hey this is the magician and uh, i think that's, that's how crazy, i developed yeah. my my uh performance the performance side of me the entertainment side because yeah, yeah, of yeah. just doing magic and performing and all the improv you gotta have right, you know right, right. so the drama teacher heard about me she saw me perform and uh she asked me would you be interested in performing at a drama show and I think I charged 70 bucks. And at the time, it was a lot of money for him. I was like, 70 bucks, let's go for it. It was like a 30 minute show. And mm. I was like, perfect. I'm in eighth grade, you yeah, know? Yeah, I was like, sure. that's hot yeah. Cheetos for the rest of the month. Let's go. You know what I mean? Like, I'm set. 70 bucks, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm set. Let's go. Man, I'll take Man, it. It's like half what, I, what we made for our first MMA fight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I wasn't getting punched in the face. That's the nice part. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what it was. And um, I performed the gig. It was, I watched the, the video and I was so bad. I was like, what was I doing? But, you know, that's how it is right yeah, the first yeah, time it's never sure. gonna be a hit sure. and i just started improving i got better and better and better and then eighth grade huh yeah and wow. I, you know i always i always feel like there's there's people in life that are i would say like our master manifestors mm. and i feel like at a young age i didn't know what i was that i was doing it but mm. i really was manifesting what i wanted because when i was 14 i went to the magic shop it was called houdini's magic shop mm. i told my mom and my my aunt i said when I get my first job, I'm gonna work in a magic shop just like this. No matter what, my first job is going to be this. Oh, okay, blah, blah, blah. It was just, and that was just in my head. I started performing, performing. At 17, I was at Disneyland, Disney, Disneyland, uh, downtown Disney. I saw Houdini's magic shop. There was one there. I applied. Disney, downtown. Downtown LA? Disney. Yeah, where they had them, and they had a magic shop there. Uh, and they had, it was, and. Down, uh, down in, in Disneyland? Downtown. So there's Disneyland, and then outside there's downtown Disney, where you go walk outside, where we have all the restaurants oh, and all I the see, shops right there. Okay. So they had the Houdini's magic shop there. I saw it, and I, I went to go talk to the manager. I applied, and it, uh, two weeks later, I had an interview, I got the job. That was the first job I ever got. And at 14, I said, when I get my first job, this is going to be the first job I ever get. And I got it. That was the first, and without even thinking, like looking back at it now, it's crazy, right? But that was the first job it I probably got. probably opened your mind up to all the possibilities, yeah, 100%. right? Yeah, 100%. And um, so I, I was doing, I was the only, probably, it was me and one other kid. We were the only two kids in my town, Downey, doing magic. And I was way better than him. So I thought, oh, I'm so good. So I went to this Houdini's magic shop thinking I'm going to be so good. And I remember I met some other magicians there who are still like really good friends of mine now. Mm -hmm. And one of them did a trick for me and I was blown away. And I was like, what the heck? And then another guy did a trick for me and I was like, what? I was like, I'm not that good. <laughs> like I still need a lot of work. These guys were fooling me. And I'm over here thinking I was like this young hot shot, yeah, you know, yeah, it's yeah. great. And it's humbling. It's like jujitsu, you know, right, it's right. like, it's humbling. It checks your ego at the door. And I became really good friends with them. And I started learning you. through that. It inspired me. And uh, at 18, a year later, I went to, um, audition at the magic castle i went to audition to become a junior member 
mind you, two years before that, my mom had gone to the Magic Castle and she watched the performance and she said, one day my son's gonna perform somewhere right here when he's older. Well, never, never did think it was gonna be that fast of a turnaround. So I end up I end up auditioning, I get in, Six, three months later, I'm sorry, I end up auditioning to perform and I get into performing at 18. I'm debuting at the Magic Castle. So at 17, I'm working 18. at Disneyland. At 18, I'm performing at the Magic Castle. Mind you, I'm still in high school at the time. And that's how I got into Magic because I couldn't play baseball because I didn't have a, a 2.0 average because I wouldn't apply myself. And the principal loved me. That was the, the big part of it. In high school? In high school. That helped me a lot. That helped me like be able to finish, you know, get through high school because if not for that, you know, he'd always tell me, Anthony, if you just applied yourself 10%, that's how you apply he saw your potential. Yeah. He saw your potential. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he knew as, a, as an educator, he knew yep. this wasn't your way to yep. sit down in a chair all day. Yeah, and that's he cool. found out because I got that's, sent that's to the what, principals. That's 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 the deal. That's right, the, right. Being an educator, how important that is. One hundred percent. I got. I, he found out about me because I got sent up because the principal wrote me up. I mean, the, my teacher wrote me up. Mm for uh and the, on the note she said distracting students in class by doing magic and he said he read it and he's like well, what? what is what does this mean like and i was like yeah i'm a magician i do magic he's like 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 magic he's like yeah, yeah yeah i perform i work at disneyland i'm performing at the magic he's like well let me see what you were doing to distract the students and i was like okay so i pull out my deck of cards i do one trick for him and he's like hold on baker calls his, the vice principal baker coming to the office comes in he's like hey check this kid out Show him what you just did. I was like, okay, so I do another trick. Before I know it, 10 minutes later, I had the whole staff of the office, and there was two kids waiting to see the principal because they were in trouble too, and they're in the office too, and they're I'm doing a show for all of them, yes. And after that, he's like, so it says on here that she wants me to give you in-school suspension and call your mom, but kid, you're talented. He's like, uh, I'm not going to do that. Just hang out with me for the day. Don't worry about it. He's like, he's like, just, uh, just try not to do it in class. But he's like, you're fine. He's like, I, I really like, I really like he what you do. You. Yeah, he believed in me, and that, and that like helped confidence. me all through high school. Yeah. Like every time I get in trouble, he would always talk to the teacher. Like, come on, like relax. You know, it's it's okay. You know, so that helped me a lot. Yeah, and that's how I got into that. So one, one size doesn't fill, fit all, right? A hundred percent. And I just think school's not for everybody. Right. You know, like school, school, school just wasn't for me. You know, I just, I just, I already knew what I wanted to do at a young age. And academically, I just wouldn't apply myself because I would rather be performing and practicing magic or something that I was really passionate about, you know? And thankfully my mom always supported me always with anything I wanted to do. And I think that was a big help too. At one point I wanted to be a professional poker player. And she would sit there playing poker with me. You know, it's like no matter what I wanted to do, always supported me baseball magic poker music and that's i think that's a big help because when you have that backbone that's what really helps you to set you off it gets a little harder when you don't have that you know yeah so your mom and your dad don't believe in you mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah that's 100 percent. that uh that was a, a big push and that was a big help for sure yeah and then you guys moved from downey after high school after high school we moved from downey and then we moved to hollywood in december of 2011 and um, we had all moved there and we were all there together. And I'll never forget, I, had, I was really into the UFC and really into MMA, but I didn't have an understanding of what they were talking mm-hmm. about. Like I would hear Joe Rogan talking about half guard and he needs to get to mount and he's passing his guard and he has side control, but I didn't understand. And I was like, man, I want to have a better understanding of this. So I wanted to do either Muay Thai or Jiu Jitsu. I knew I wanted to get into one of the two. And that week, the same week that I just moved to Hollywood, there was a flyer on my car. And it said, "Come try a class for week, uh, a class for free for a week at Gracie Baja. This is the this was your gym right there in Hollywood." I call up, and the program director answers, "Like, yeah, come on by, we'll schedule a class." And I went in, and I fell in love with it. You know, first day, first day I went in. I, I never forget. I was I felt like I was gonna throw up at the end of class. I was super dizzy. The um, I'll never forget. The first choke was a cross cross collar choke. I got caught in from guard, and I was like, 
what was that? Heath Heath caught me in it actually. Heath Heath Heath, Heath remember Heath Purple Yeah, Bell of course, of course. Um, he caught me in it with a with a cross collar choke, and uh, I was blown away. And after that, I signed up and I and just never stopped. It just kept going. So, and it's crazy. Actually, I never told off you this. Off a flyer, right? From off a flyer. flyer. And off a you, flyer. You saw it on the car. I saw it was on my car. It was on my car. On your car. It was on my car. I was getting ready to go out and wear. And I saw it, and uh, I went in, and I just got hooked. And never done jujitsu before. Right. Never had done any wrestling. Arts, never, yeah. no, no more. I had done like kempo when I was like 14, 13. You know, it was like, but that was it. It's like other than that, never real, uh, never real, never any martial arts experience. So that was uh, that was great. That I got hooked on it, and I just I loved it. I've always been, you know, always been an athlete. You know, so I I think I just really took a love to that. Yeah. So, so you came in, you did, the, you did your first class, you loved it, and then, uh, but you were, you guys moved to Hollywood because, because you. We moved to Hollywood because my sisters were applying to acting school. Acting school. And I That's was doing it. magic, and I would be driving a lot to Hollywood to go to the magic, magic castle to perform, castle. and I was also audition. I was doing like commercials and right. stuff, so I was doing that. And that same week, I got discovered. This is how my modeling career took off because I used to have short hair. I used to have like short, right, spiky right, right. hair. Yeah, you were a kid. Yeah, and and you're still young, but that's, <laughs> I was you were like young, a right? kid. Yeah, kid, yeah I was like 19. I kind of what it was. It's kind of crazy when I think about it because yeah. I was like, you know, it's like 10 years almost, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, I was at the magic. I mean, I was at the shoe store with my mom, and this guy, he's like, he's he's walking by and he stops and he stares at me. And I was like, oh, man, this is Hollywood. It's my first <laughs> West Hollywood. Here. Yeah, it's like, this is so weird. What's going on? So he and, he and then all of a sudden, he's coming, and he's, like, shopping in the same shoe aisle as I am. And I'm looking at him like, bro, this guy is no size 12. Like, what is he looking at? So then I stood up. When I stood up, he looks again. He, like, locks eyes. Mm. And then afterwards, he's like, this is weird, bro. This guy's being weird. Like, what is going on? <laughs> so he comes up to me, and he's like, hey. I was like, uh, hey. He's like, uh, he's like uh, sorry, sorry to interrupt. He's like, but uh, do you model? And then afterwards, my mom comes out of the corner, you know, with like her little chola stance. So she's like standing there, like looking <laughs> at him, like, want, mom, protect man. the mom, you know, like I just moved to Hollywood, you know, she's like looking at him, like hiding it from the back. Uh, uh, and um, uh, and I, was like, I, um, so. I was like, yeah, I was like, I kind of thought about it, but he's like, he's like, here, I'm gonna do this. Gives me his card. He's like, here's my card. Look me up. He's like, if you like what I do, he's like, uh, contact me. He's like, if you don't, no worries. It's mm -hmm. nice to meet you. Okay. And that was it. And that I liked because most people in Hollywood yeah, be like, yeah, yeah, oh, I can make you this, I right, can do promises. this for you, blah, 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 blah. I, I liked he was just like, here's my card. Look me up. If you like me, great. If you don't, no harm, no foul. Nice meeting you. I'm out. Okay, cool. I went home. I looked him up. I was like, okay, cool. I called him up for a test shoot. I went to go do a couple of test shoots and uh, they were okay. And then he said, do me a favor. Don't cut your hair anymore. Let it grow out. I said, okay. So I started, that's when I started letting it grow out. Mm. And I let it grow out. And then uh, we did another test shoot. And then I booked my first, after that, I booked my first gig. My first modeling gig, I booked it. It was in Miami. It was my first time going to Miami. And I booked it for, it was for Montclair. And I booked it for Victoria's Secret Model Bahati. And uh, it's crazy. that was my first you had gig. That, the, the photographer was like Bruce Weber, and the right? The photographer was Bruce was that, Weber. Was that the same, he was the same one, thing? Yeah, same thing. He was, my, crazy, he was the right? first like guy the, ever shot me. That's crazy. One yeah. of the biggest photographers, you know, Dan, Dan was like a, like Dan I mean, he literally was a supermodel, like yeah. a man, Dan, man, Dan man modeled supermodel. For him too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Dan modeled for him too. Dan did Abercrombie and Fitch uh, for, for, and it was funny because Dan was also the wrestling coach and the right, program right, director right. of Hollywood. So when I told him about it, he's like, oh, bro, he's so sick. And that opened the doors. That's how I did Montclair. Then I did V Magazine, I did Abercrombie & Fitch, Barney's, like just a whole bunch of things. Huh. And 
off of being found, it's like the Hollywood story. Right. I'm in a shoe store. I got discovered in a shoe store, and he comes up to me, finds yeah. me, and then I start modeling, you know? And at the same time, I'm doing jujitsu. What, what did your mom say when, uh, after Oh, that? at first she was hesitant. Yeah, of course. And yeah. then, you know, once I'm telling her I'm going to go shoot with Bruce Weber, and I'm going to Miami to shoot a Victoria's Secret model, she's when, like, wow. Once the, guy, the, he, the, the yeah. agent contacted you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, my, he was my modeling manager, but I yeah. I see, I see. And, uh, yeah, but he was, he, was, he was cool, man. He was like, never, after I met him, he wasn't weird. He was just, he just, he was great. You know, and um, yeah, so that's how that, and th that's how I grew up my hair. I used to have short, spiky hair though before yeah, that. Yeah. And that's how I grew up my hair, and then that was your magic, uh, your magic. That was the uh, magic touch. Your magic, the short hair yeah. was the magic. Uh, your magic cut. I yeah, guess, the, right? yeah, 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 yeah. If I cut it, it's like this is my, I mean, my strength kid, comes from. Man, you're a kid too, you know. Yeah, it's like I'm Samsung. If I cut my hair, I lose my strength. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it now. So you know, and. Uh, and you, you still do magic, right? I still do yeah, magic. Yeah, you're gonna yeah. do a magic show at the at the you, magic castle. Actually, we're me, me and it. another guy who's who used to uh, Joe, but he Joe, moved yeah. to move to Texas right, now. Right. We were gonna do a and show Tennessee, together. Tennessee, Tennessee, Tennessee. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm sorry. We were gonna we were gonna do a show at the castle, but you know this yeah. whole pandemic hit. Yeah. So, the crazy part, what I didn't, I don't think I ever told you about this, professor. I almost quit jujitsu. And I didn't quit just because I because I didn't love it. I almost quit because I didn't have the funds. I was going to school for music, you know. Right. I was going to school for music, living the college life, you know. I'm going to school for music, barely poor, scraping poor kid, through, yeah. you know. I didn't have a job, you know. I'm living at I was living at home, which is great. I almost quit because I, I didn't have. I remember I didn't have enough for like the next month, and I was like, damn, I have to put it on hold. I'm gonna wait, save up some money. That same month, uh, the program director, Jonathan. He tells me, he's like, hey, so the one of the kids' coaches, he's not going to be teaching here anymore because he, he oh, has no something way. personal. He's like, could you be an assistant coach for us? He's like, uh, in exchange for you being an assistant coach, you would train for free. I was like, really? Without you saying anything. I never said anything. That's like, I, I never said anything. And it was going to be that month that I was going to tell him to stop the payment. I was going to hold and come back in a few months. And, it, like, I think who knows what happened. Like, do, maybe I don't go back. Maybe I don't keep the you know? So he tells me. To be the program director, to um, help him with it, be an assistant with kids coach with Franco. So I started doing that. And then Franco ends up start to stop teaching. And by that time, I think I already got after like it was like a year and a half or a year. And I had got my blue bottle ready from you. You and Jacqueline, I remember the seminar. So then I start teaching the kids class. And that's when Dan comes in. And then me and, da and I just kept like going. A model, yeah. yeah. And then it was just it was uh, it was you guys I, hit, hit it off right. Yeah. Away. yeah. And it, it, that's the crazy part. It's like I, I literally was I was going to stop that month and I was going to stop because at the time I just didn't have the funds because I wasn't making I was you going and your, to school. You and your mom's uh, manifestations, huh? Right. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> it's like, what? isn't that crazy? It's just like and, and that month he tells me about yeah, like, it. You, know, what, what, you answer the phone. You're like, uh, yeah, yeah, that yeah. sounds good. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I was like, oh, yeah, that sounds good. And I was like, oh, so uh, I'm not going to be charged for this month. Right. I was like, OK. Oh, I was like, OK, good, good, good. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll take the card off. <laughs> I didn't tell him. I didn't tell him that. But, you know. And then you were teaching like all over, man. You were taught teaching in uh, because Dan was like managing. Yeah, well, you had like, a, you had a we handful had, like, of six schools. schools. Yeah, yeah. Encino, uh, we were doing uh, Hollywood. Uh, it was uh, Encino Hollywood. You had Encino Hollywood, Willen Hills. You had Burbank. Yeah. And then what was you had another one? You taught you taught main you taught Hollywood of course, but then also in Encino, Encino right? We had the a kids. really good kids program yeah, yeah, yeah. there. Remember Spider the, the Spider Man, yeah. Spider -Man kid was. Beast. There, there, yeah. there was a lot of good yeah. kids. There yeah. a lot of me, me and Dan did a really good job with that program. It was it was a lot of fun, and that was I think teaching teaching kids is so great. You know, because like, like we always say, they're, they're the future. Yeah. You know, they're the future. They're the ones that are gonna carry it out. So, um, but yeah, that's uh. And so then you went to music school. I went to Musicians Institute. To mu musicians Institute. Yeah, I went your, to your your sisters were going well, to acting, acting school. school. Yeah, they went to Ada. 
I believe. Yeah. Okay. And uh, I, got, I got my AA in music, which I got my AA in guitar and uh, in music, which in the music world means nothing. You know, <laughs> you know, I pay for the degree for nothing. But <laughs> all genre just like just does it, just practices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, honestly, it means <laughs> it nothing. It. You go to you go you go to an audition. You know, yeah. they're gonna look at who has more followers and who and who's a better player than who right. has than who right. has the uh, the degree. You know, but what the big it's takeaway you, from it's it? It's good you. It's good you put the time in, and it was the, you know gave you probably skills and just you know uh, skills that to i would never grown to for like sure that you're able to sit down for two years was it yeah, two years? Yeah, a year and a half two year years half, yeah. yeah i mean for sure like theory music theory you know my musicianship my ear and more more so than that all, all of that and the connections i made too mm. you know the connections i made like the people that uh that i work with now you know i would have never met them had it not been through mi for sure, Fr friends that you made, friends, friends, and and like music managers, you know, or music manager that I work with. You know, I met. I was um, I was doing a gig. I had a music, a private instructor. We had a, you know, you get privates when you're going this. So I had a private instructor, and I was playing with him, and he, he tells me I have a roommate. He's a younger kid. He's like, I think you guys would be great together. He needs a guitarist. Would you would you want would you want to play for him? Sure. So I went to go play for him, and he had two music managers. One of them, her name was Deb. And after the show, that she comes up to me, she's like, oh, you were so great. Thank you for playing with Clayton. His name was Clayton. I like, do you do any music too? You just play guitar. I said, oh, I'm in a pop Latin trio. I'm in a, I'm in a pop Latin, we're in a, a Latin group. You know, we sing in Spanish. I'm like, but yeah, I also play guitar. She's like, oh, you sing in Spanish. Like, do you have any music? So I gave her, my, we had a- She was, uh, she was Caucasian, white? She was white, yeah, white, yeah she okay. was white. And, uh, and I, so I gave her, I gave her my demo. So she looks at, she listens to me, she listens to it. And, uh, and afterwards she calls me, she's like, hey, that was great. We'd love to see you guys again. When are you going to perform? So I tell her we're going to have a gig at the House of Blues. And she's like, okay, we're going to come. We're going to bring one person. She didn't tell me who the person was. She's like, I want to bring a guy in the music industry. Can you can you, can you, you leave us uh, two, two or three tickets at the door? No problem. <laughs> Here's a crazy part. Another crazy part. That week I'm with the, uh, I have that the Pop Latin trio. And we were just having artistic differences, right? So they wanted to end the group. They wanted to, like, finish the group and just kind of go our separate ways. And... Uh, I told him, I said, okay, if you guys want to do that, that's fine, but let's at least, we had two gigs. Mm -hmm. I'm like, let's at least finish these last two gigs. We gave our word. Let's commit to it. You know, I don't want to, I don't want to. The House of Blues is your last one. House of Blues. And we had, we had two, we had got okay. hired for one before that. And House of Blues was going to be the last one. The last one. And Crazy. I said, I said, let's, let's do these gigs as professionals. Let's do these gigs. And then after that, we go our own ways. way. No problem. I said, but we already gave our word. We told them we're going to do it. Mm -hmm. They already booked us. Let's keep our word. They didn't want to do it. And they, they didn't want to do it. And I said, and I said, and I, was, really? I tried, I tried pushing. I said, you know, if you guys want to go different ways, separate ways afterwards, okay. They didn't want to do it. So I had to message them and I tell them, Hey, we're not going to do the gig after all. I'm so sorry. And she said, okay, no problem. Can you come meet with him instead? You guys can meet in person. I told him we had to split up that the group had split up. They said, no problem. Can you come meet? So I said, okay, can you come to Soho house, the Soho house over in uh, West Hollywood? It's right on top of Boa Steakhouse. Really nice, really nice restaurant. I said, okay. So I go, ends up, the person I'm meeting with ends up being Randy Phillips. Randy Phillips was the former president and CEO of AEG Live. He managed Prince. He managed Usher. Wow. He, he, uh, he was part of the whole Justin Bieber tour. When, when they signed Justin Bieber to AEG, he was behind that. I mean, he's worked with you know, Michael Jackson. He was part of, he, before Michael Jackson passed away, he was part of that whole 21-day tour. Mm. He was, I mean, he's done every, he's worked with Lionel Richie. He's worked with everybody who's everybody in the music industry. J-Lo, Enrique Iglesias, all these people. And I'm sitting at Soul House right across from him, and I'm this kid, and like, I'm going to MI, and this is the guy we were supposed to perform for. And they cut the gig 
Did you perform? We really? ended up performing for him because they you didn't want to. Per- you ended up performing? I ended up performing by myself. By yourself. And it would have been the three of that's us. That's why. That's why. Like you got to follow through on your Isn't commitments, on your word, right? You say Isn't you're gonna do crazy? something, you do it, no matter what. And I'm, I'm now those guys that that we split up with. I'm actually really good friends with yeah, them still. Yeah, yeah. But one of them to this day, I know they're like, damn, like <laughs> it was that close, you know. And it's just like, I end up, I end up performing for him. We ended up hitting it off. He loves me. Mm. We're gonna work together. I start doing my music. I start, that's when I start working like urbano reggaeton. The producer I meet, I met him also through Musicians Institute. We work on this song called Me Vuelas La Cabeza. I sent it to Randy. Randy sends it I to... That. I have it on my playlist. Oh, you got it? Yeah, <laughs> shit, of course, <laughs> man. If you guys don't have it, Me Vuelas La Cabeza, go download it. <laughs> iTunes, <laughs> Spotify. Spotify. <laughs> so, get it. <laughs> yeah, get it, get it. So that song, that song wasn't even supposed to be the single. I had, that was just one of the songs I worked with. I sent it to Randy. Randy sends it to a guy named Raul Alarcón. He's the um, he's the owner of uh, La Mega Stations, all the mega stations, um, ninety six point three here in LA, and like they're in LA, New York. It's the number one station, number one most Latin, yeah, number one most listened station to in New York across all languages. Mm. The number one Latin station listened to here in LA. I mean, it's like it's like the station to listen to now, right? So we sent it to him, and he's like, Randy's like, can you listen to it? Let me know what you think. He emails back, and I remember I was at Hollywood training that Saturday, and I get out to check my email, and Randy forwards me the email, and Raul responds back to Randy. And he says, Randy, my friend, how are you doing? He's like, congratulations on your new artist and song. I love it. My only question to you is, how soon can I play this on my radio stations? I was like, what? And I'm like reading this, like, what? You know, and Randy and Randy's like, as soon as you want. And my producer, he's a perfectionist. He's worked with, he has a Grammy. He has Premios Los Nuestros awards. I mean, he's works with a bunch of people too. So he's like, wait, wait, wait. He's like, that's the demo. We can't release that. That's that's my work. That's work. So so they, Randy and and uh, Randy and, and uh, Rafa, they start going back and forth. Randy gets on the on the phone. He's from New York, and he has like this little nasal. He's like, Rafa, let, let me ask you a question. He's like, what part of the word success? Do you not like? <laughs> I was like, no, 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 it's not that. I just wanted. So we end up reworking the song. We send it off to him. They push it out on all the radio stations, and it, and um, I was googling myself. I would Google myself to see how the song was doing. And sure. a couple months later, I, I Google my, I Google the song, and I see it charted on Latin Billboard Top 40 for Top Latin Airplay. And on there, I see J Balin, Enrique Iglesias, you know, all these uh, all these artists, Rake. And then I see Anthony Cruz, and it's on my 38, and it peaked at 38 on on the Top 40. Mind you, I'm still I still have a regular job, right? And I'm like, like, what is happening? You know, this, it was crazy. And from there, that's how I ended up performing at Cali Bash, which is the big show they do at the Staples Center. I ended up performing there at Cali Bash, and uh, I just kind of, kind of kept, kind of kept rolling through that. And now I'm just, you know, kind of having fun, man, living it up, huh? But that that happened, <laughs> right? Fronts, yeah, right. Yeah. And, and the crazy part is, I met I met them all through Musicians Institute. Would have never met any of those connections mm-hmm. through MI. And the other crazy part is that would have been the group. Had the group just done that last show, who knows what happens, right? It pays, it pays to to follow through on your word, right? Right. That's I think that's like the lesson, right? You follow through on your word. You you say you're gonna do something, and you finish it. You know, from beginning to end, whether whether you want to do it or not. I, I remember <clears throat> I had a, a mentor when I was younger, and I was playing football, and I wanted to quit. I, I like I just wanted to stop. American football. Yeah. American football. And he didn't want he didn't want to uh, he didn't want to let me. And him and my mom got into it. And, uh, and I ended up, uh, I, he, she ended up pulling me out. I didn't play. And later he's like, it wasn't about me forcing him to play football. It was about me showing him that once he starts something, you got to finish it. 
that he has to just keep his word. And that was the lesson. It was, it was like, it wasn't about me forcing him to make him play. Like, no, you're going to play. It was about, you started this, you're already halfway into the season. You got to finish it because if you quit now, that's only going to carry on through life. Everything, you know? yeah. And you're going to, you're going to, you're going to be okay. You're going to say, oh, I quit football. I'm not, I don't like this. I'm going to quit. So oh, many people quit. like in martial arts, right? They say, man, I wish my, my parents wouldn't let me quit whatever mm -hmm. I did, you know, another martial art or whatever. Yeah. Because yeah. it I mean, you, you see, you see jujitsu. You know, there's people who I started with that that are that were blue belts. We got our blue belts together, and, and you know, and and now they they're still blue belts or purple belts, and I like surpassed, and I'm a black belt now. You know. Yeah. So while this was going on, you never stopped training. I never stopped training. I was still training daily, and you know, I, I was able to. I think advanced pretty quick because at the time I was doing two, three a days. Yeah, I yeah. was living at home and I was yeah. going to college and that's it. My mom would have food for me at home. I'd go to school. I'd go train. I'd go practice my music, go train, come home, shower, rinse, rinse wash, repeat. S supermodel in Miami. Modeling. I was modeling. <laughs> I was modeling. I was performing at the Magic Castle. Yeah. He's doing commercials. I mean, yeah, it was like, like I was leaving the Hollywood life. Oh, he's life. doing this. He's doing this. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I was he's there. He's there. Right? And then he, he comes in and trains, and then yeah, he yeah, teaches yeah. the kids class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like doing the whole thing. And then he Hollywood does uh, uh, Sevon's, my, my <laughs> oh, son's yeah, yeah. birthday party, you know? Seven, that was the first time I got him to smile. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he that was, was like the always, first time. You did a magic uh, magic trick on him, and his yeah. jaw dropped. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. What? <laughs> yeah, I remember that. His little, his little he's, he's like, I was like, oh, I got a reaction. He's like three years old. Yeah, think. yeah. He's big now. He's so big. There. 13. Yeah. Crazy. It's crazy. Time flies like that. They say blink, and 10 years go by just like that, you know? Um, yeah, I was training the whole time. Didn't stop training at all. I was, I just, I fell in love with jiu-jitsu. It became a lifestyle, like they say, became a lifestyle. Did you think about when you were, you know, back in those days, you think you were thinking about, I want to get my black belt? No, I was just, just I, you just I was it. just, I just loved it. And I was, I would just train. I would just train and train. And I loved how, I loved how you had it. You know, we would just, we'd do technique, mm. practice the technique and we were on this row, mm. we'd roll, you know, and I love you'd get in there with us. And then we, we'd be all, roll, you know, I think, I think that helps a lot. You know, mm. when, when you see your professor, you see your instructors in there with you yeah. also, you know, and, um, and one of the things like, you know, I do my, my little belly down ankle lock mm. position, you know, and you were the few guys, you know, that really got it, you know? Yeah. And I remember at the pants, like, I think you just got your blue belt. And yeah, you just out got like my blue belt. five guys. Yeah, yeah. I have, I have video of every every tournament. You know, it's crazy. Dan, Dan, Dan was there and he was recording. He's like, Let's I've go seen black belts come in and you tapping them out. Yeah, yeah. The, the, I was. I ankle. remember purple, pur uh, purple belt was doing that. Yeah, yeah. With, your, with the ankle, with that ankle, that ankle lock series is brutal. The first, the first blue belt tournament I did was Baddest Blue. You were there. Co you were there coaching me, mm. and I won that tournament. It was 15 minutes sub only, and if you didn't sub your opponent, you were you were both out. I ended up winning that whole tournament, ankle and locks. it was five matches, and four of those five matches were all ankle yeah, locks, yeah, yeah. and one one of them was like a mounted Ezekiel, and then the other four were all ankle locks. Pa 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 pa. I remember that, and I ended up that was the first blue belt tournament, and that was probably a month and a half after I got my blue belt, and I went and I jumped into that tournament, and I mean, you know, I think the majority of tournaments that I've lost have probably been by points. I have yeah, gotten, yeah. I have gotten submitted. You're, you're, in some I remember you were like. A like a, a submission uh, only yeah. kind of yeah. specialist, it. but that you like, ex yeah. that's what you liked. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. And that's sometimes my downfall, you know, like I don't pay attention to I mean, the it's points. Like, uh, it's like Alshon here, Professor yeah. Alshon is yeah. like that too. You yeah. Know, if he, he likes to submit, you know, yeah, that's yeah. what Jiu-Jitsu is about. Yeah, 100%. That's what it's about. Yeah, that Crown Gracie stuff, you know. Yeah, <laughs> like you, that's it. You, you know? get down 10-0, yeah. <laughs> a minute left, you get the sub, let's yeah, go. Yeah, that's what it's about. You know? yeah, I remember so. when, I, when I was coming up, at the very beginning, that's, that's all that mattered, right? When you train, like, can you submit the guy? Yeah. And I mean, you know, it's like the point system is great, but yeah, right. It's right. and I, I I get it, but it's, it's a part. Yeah, it's for uh, sure. it's uh, at I, the end of the day, at the end right? Of the day, getting the sub is way more sad. You have more, a lot more satisfaction getting the sub than than I feel winning by points. You know, 
um, because you know maybe you win by points, but what happens if there's no time limit there? Like who sure. get who, yeah, what you know? It's Submission like, yeah trumps everything, right? A hundred percent. So that's why the guy can beat you you know five times by points, but you submit it once, like. Yeah, I, I still got the sub <laughs> on you, right? It's like it's, it's so Who true. <laughs> it's so true. Yeah. So I think I think the majority of tournaments that I've done, I lost by I've lost by points. I have lost, obviously. We've gotten sub, sub submitted in some of them, but yeah. I I can it's for sure say that the it pans when I when I lost in pans. I think it was in semis. Mm. I lost in pans and I lost by points. The guy was on my back and he was trying to choke me. He had a collar and I was like holding it there. Yeah. And I could hear down in the video, oh, he's not gonna choke him. Oh, he's next. His next too tough. He's not gonna choke him. He didn't get. He, I lost by points, but. That, that's how I lost that's how I lost in pans and uh yeah the majority the majority of tournament oh the worlds the worlds I just did at Brown Belt the last yeah. tournament I did at Brown Belt I think it was quarters or something like that yeah. and I lost by points and you yeah. were there coaching me yeah yeah, yeah. it's it's like um yeah I, I think uh I remember I remember like when I was I mean when I, I was in New Mexico starting jiu-jitsu like uh I was working at the only other job besides like martial arts was working in this like fine dining restaurant mm. and uh I, first there was one class a week and then there was two times a week and I never missed the class. I rearranged my whole schedule. So I never, my work and everything. So I could never miss those classes, you know? And I remember, you know, cause you said, I didn't think about getting my black belt. I never thought about getting my black belt. I never thought like I wanted to do this or that, you know, I just loved the way it made me feel. Yeah. You know, like I just, I just felt like at peace, Yeah. you know, and it made me like happy. Yeah. That's, and that's it gave me it balance and it just, you know, yeah, it just made me better. Yeah. Um, is that what, what do you think is what it gave yeah, to you? Yeah, 100%. I think not only not, not only better on the mats, but off the mats, too. Right. You know, the confidence you carry, you know, uh, the... the Because, man, you had, like, all these things going on simultaneously. Like, so how did that, how did that, how did the jiu-jitsu kind of make you, like, just better? I think, for, for sure, like, the confidence, you know, that you carry with you, like... Yeah. Not, it's not even the confidence in the sense like oh I'll beat you up. It's right, just right, the confidence right. that you carry like doing jujitsu, like yeah. the, how, how how it makes you feel. It makes you feel good, like going training. You know, some days some days you get beat up on the mat. Some days you're wiping the floor with others, and that's the nice part. It's just like you got to leave your ego at the door. You know, you got because you come in with an ego, it, it gets checked real quick in here, real quick. You know, and yeah. uh, and that's that was something that's great. It's just like off the mats. You, you you see so many people full of like bs you know and and they kind of carry that attitude and it's just like it just makes you a better person right because 100%. you can you can get tapped out and you just got to deal with it right yeah yeah and so yeah. anything else in life that gets thrown out you're like ah whatever yeah. you know it's all good yeah and that's what it is like you get tapped out it's pretty much saying like yo you would have you would have killed me you're like okay tap and thankfully we have tap and you shake hands and you reset and you go again yeah. you know and that's that's the uh that's the nice part it's for satarka <coughs> that he was uh, you know he's principal, principal. vice principal and and there's a certain swagger that he would walk around with. And it's not that he can beat people up, but there's a certain confidence that he exactly. gives you. And people, I think people feel that. Gravitate to it. You're right? Yeah. They, they feel it, right? Certain when, confidence, um, right, that it gives you. When I did when I did one of the shows at Whiskey A Go-Go, I had a lot of the jiu-jitsu guys come. Mm. And my mom had never met any of them yet. And before she even met any of them, she she pointed out. She's like, "Are those your jujitsu friends?" And I say, "I like, I knew it right away." She's like, "I could just tell. I could just tell." She's like, "Just the way they, she's like, she's like, just the way they carry themselves and like how they kind of walked and found their spot." Like, she just knew, and she had never met them in in her life. Like, I was that was her first time seeing them, and j and she was sitting at the top of like on the balcony looking down, mm. and she saw right she away saw from up there down. And she saw right away. She told me right away. She's like, "Oh, he's like, are those your jujitsu friends?" And I was like, "Yeah, how'd you know?" I was like, "You met them already?" She's like, "No." She's like, "I could just tell. I could just tell." She's like, "Just the way, just like you said, it's just the way you 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 feed mm. that. You know, it's 
and I think that's the <clears throat> that's the nice part with the with it. It's just you Man, carry that with it's you. It's crazy, right? Like Fight Club, you know, like a, just like a like a nod, like yeah, yeah, yeah. You He's know, cool. <laughs> you know, you know. <laughs> He's all right. You know, a hundred percent. You know, and and I think that's what's so great about jujitsu. It's like if if you did have to defend yourself, you you know how to defend yourself, and you can take someone to the ground. And you saw that video of Matt Sarah with that drunk guy. You yeah, know, yeah, he just sure. sits on him on mount. No I mean, question. he could have he could have ground and no punched him. He could have destroyed him. And he just he just controls him, you know. I think that's that's the nice part. You see street fights, and you know the majority of time, where do the fights always end up on the ground? Yeah. And the person who usually ends up on top wins because the person on bottom doesn't know how to defend themselves. I, t- I have conversations with police officers, right? And 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 just you know, sometimes you don't want to be tied up with somebody like in a street fight, but uh, but I think when I when I take a step back, it, it allows you to handle stress. You know, like you're in a yeah. crazy stressful situation. You're like, okay, if I panic, like jujitsu teaches you that. Mm-hmm. If I panic, game over, right? Mm-hmm. Like somebody's mounted on you or has side control mm-hmm. on you, like game over. So you like, you relax, take a breath, and then make your move, right? Yeah. Or wait to make your move. A hundred percent. Yeah. So I think, like, you know, for your, I think for first responders or just, I mean, anything, like any any situation, yeah. it, it, I think that gives you that, you know, that yeah. ability to, you know. Uh, you know, Erica shared with me, you know, she was in, uh, you know, uh, work. Uh, she had to work at 5 a.m. and it was dark and there's a homeless guy and he totally surprised her. And normally she could have like, you know, totally panic or froze. And those are like dangerous situations. Right. Yeah. But she was able to like, she's like, it's because of jujitsu. She's like, OK, she re- re- she relaxed. She took a breath, locked the doors, called her boss and then just made the right moves that she had to do. That's but good. that ability is everything. Right. Yeah. Because most people will panic or start running and just make the situation worse, you know? What about since you've done jujitsu? I mean, you've been practicing like the magic and stuff, but what about on stage or any of those kinds of things? Um, yeah, I mean, I think um, huh, I'm trying. Actually, I never thought about it like that. It's, yeah, may, maybe. I think I it's, think just, it's all intertwined, right? I think it's, it's all it's intertwined. Just kind of yeah. because you've, you know, you've been training now for so long. Yeah. It's I, just all ingrained in there. Yeah, I think I think it's. Uh, I think it's I think it's all all tied in tied in with that. Um, yeah, I think definitely like through the magic, I was definitely able to build that that performance and entertainment side of me, and that's what carried over into music. But obviously, the jujitsu with that just I think the jujitsu more show helps like off off the show and meeting people mm. again, just the way you carry yourself yeah. and the confidence, you know, the charisma, you know, it's just like and with the entertainment business, it all it's all it all is, you know, it's like. Uh, but I think I think so. Yeah, what was say? Yeah. <laughs> I just think about those things, you know, like you're because it just it does. It just comes out of you, you know, like when I think of Tarka, him walking around in the school and it's not that he's going to beat anybody up, but there's a certain confidence that yeah. you walk around with and people feel it. The kids yep. felt it, you know, yep. I watch him. He wears blue blockers. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's a guy you did not want to grapple with. Man, he is strong. Every time I roll with him, I'm like, man, this guy is so strong, man. Like he gives me he gives me trouble. He gives me trouble. So you got your black belt last year. Last year from you. <laughs> I got a black belt last year. And uh, yeah, I had my, uh, it was it was great. I would think, uh, I think leading up to it, I was, I would like, every time I put on my brown belt, I was like, man, this is like, it's going to happen. Mm. It's going to happen. It's going to happen soon. It's going to happen soon. You know, and I think even when it does happen, it's like, oh, it's happening. <laughs> you kind of, it, it's, it, it's, it's, it's. It takes a couple of weeks, even like when people call me professor. Sometimes I'm like, ah, it, it doesn't. It takes a while, right? To yeah, sit it doesn't. In, it's sink like, in. yeah, it hasn't registered sometimes. Yeah, you know, or like people, like friends that I've trained with since I was blue belt. You know, maybe they're like brown belts now. They're like, hey, what's up, bro? I mean, it's our professor. I was like, ah, oh, dude, it's fine. Like, I've known you since I was like a kid. You know, it's cool, man. But you know, like, no, no, I'm gonna go. You call me professor. I was like, all right, you know. 
you tie a belt around somebody, right? And then they look down at the belt, the new belt color. And I just think of that, like they look at the new belt color and it's kind of, it's crazy, right? Like how it changes so many things. Yeah, it does. It what, really is it, does. what does it mean? What does it mean? You put I a, think you know, dip, you know, we're talking about the black belt, but what does it mean? Like when you think I about think, it? I think, I, you know, here's the thing. Everybody that gets their black belt is not going to be at the same level, right? There's there's levels to it. There's levels to it. It's not about any other people, right? It's about you. It's about you. I feel, and I feel obviously like once you get a black belt and let people see it, I feel it's sometimes it's not even as big of a target on your back as it is when you get like a purple belt or brown belt. Because when you get a purple and brown belt, people like, oh, you got this purple belt. All right, I want to want to roll with him. But I think once you get a black belt, it builds that respect. Like, oh, he's he's a black belt. He's a professor, you know. And like I said, there's there's levels to it. There's there's people who do this as a living yeah. and, and want to be world champions right. like our world champions. And there's people like me where I just, I love jujitsu and it's not something I would want to do as a career because of, you know, I got music and, and acting and magic and all that, but it's, it's something I love to do. Yeah. It's something I love to do. And it's it, it shows the work you've put in the dedication and the time and showing that you can, you finished it. You, you, you completed the journey and now you get your black belt and then you got a whole new journey ahead because, like they said, the black belt is going to be the longest black belt you're ever going to wear. The longest belt, yeah. Yeah, and and I think that's 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 really what it says. It's you know aside aside sign, from sign the fact, character, right? Yeah, sign of character, showing that you you completed your journey. You, you did. Through. You put in the time. You put in the work. You grinded. You got subbed a bunch of times. You 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 know you. So I think that's what it that's what it really shows. And when I when I sometimes I introduce like uh like if your mom's around like a uh, like a uh, he's a black belt, you know. And there's like a Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu black belt, right? And there's like instant respect that mm. that comes that comes with, you know. I just find awesome. it super interesting. Like I, you don't think about it, right? But yeah. then you see how people like respond to it. Yeah, it's, it's just so, so funny because when mom, when mom, I know my mom, my mom works with you, and when she was here, she would tell me stories sometimes because a lot of people didn't know that she was my mom at first. And uh, they're like, oh, how do you know Alberto, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, oh, you know my son, he, he trains here. He's like, oh, your son trains with your son. He's like, oh, Anthony. Anthony Cruz? He's like, oh, he's mean on the mat. Oh, man, that guy puts in some work on me. He's like, oh, I know, I know. He's actually really nice. <laughs> yeah, you don't know the other side, though. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> and afterwards, afterwards, she's like, I know, I always tell him not to hit people so hard, like with the gauntlet, you know? <laughs> she always gets so mad at me. I'm like, Mom, you don't understand. Me coming up, I got hit hard. Like, they have a it rockly, easy. They ha- yeah, I'm like, they just have you're, me. You're mentored by Rockley. Yeah, right? That's what I said. I'm like, they just have me. They don't understand. Like, I was getting hit by this 220 pound. 65 Russian who I mean who had Georgian, a monster Russian, yeah. of a swing I had him I mean it was Dan would swing hard and Dan also played baseball oh, for yeah, a bunch yeah, of years yeah, yeah. you know you would get the swing and I'm like I'm like so that's how I came up and I'm like but you know what? I no, loved it's all it. Lo- it's all it's love. All love. That's it's what it is. You know, I'm like, it's all love. It's like whatever. It's like you're proud, you know? Yeah. And that's, I tell him, I'm like, they, I'm like, they should be happy that they just have to deal with my swing. Imagine it was like me, you, Dan, uh, uh, which, um, uh, the Russian, what's his name? Iraqli. Uh, Iraqli. Iraqli. Professor Iraqli. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a brutal walk. That's a brutal, brutal mm-hmm. walk. That's what I had to walk. And I loved it <laughs> because it's like, I, yeah. you know, yeah, it's, it's fun. It wasn't like, oh, you know, but. Right of passage. Yeah, it's a rite of passage. And you work at T-Mobile too, right? T-Mobile, and yeah. I heard you were like like top one percent of yeah. like sales. And, yeah, and top all that. top one percent. They they uh, so on. Besides all the other stuff that you're already doing, you know, you, you know what the crazy part is? I feel like everything everything that I've ever applied myself to or done, I've done really great at, and I've excelled pretty fast. Mm. Magic, uh, music is like the one thing where I'm just I got to keep pushing yeah. and pushing. And it's 
I feel like God is like, okay, this will be, you can get this, you can get this and this music. I'm going to make you work for a little bit because I'm still, you know, I'm still grinding. I'm still pushing with music. And even with like, I have great connections and I have great, a great team behind me. And it's, it's, it's just it's what it is. But same thing. I went to T-Mobile, never having any mobile experience. Um, and, uh, the, the first year I got top, I mean, the first half year I finished top 500 in the nation. The second year I was the top 1% in all the nation in, uh, in sales. I was the 76th rep in the, in the, in wow. all the, in the whole nation of wow. all, of all T-Mobile reps, you know, all stores, huh? right? How many stores are there in, uh, Ooh, I don't know. I mean, it's just, I mean, we're talking about everywhere, ten, yeah. Seattle, Texas, down, I mean, yeah. everywhere, you know, I was, I was the 76th rep and I was the number one in my region. You know, and uh, I just, it just, it just clicked. It just, it just clicked for me. I did, I did great. And, and uh, here's, here's a, here's a crazy part, right? How I'm still able to leak my, my talents through things that I love. Right, right. Transmute it. Even, even through T-Mobile because they have a talent contest that they do every year. And one of my friends, actually the guys, the two guys I used to be in a group with, they were also work for T-Mobile. And they had entered the talent contest the year before, the year before that, two years in a row. They, they didn't get it. I wasn't working for T-Mobile yet. So that year, they wanted to do it. And uh, it was me, them three, and two other guys. And we ended up doing, uh, like, a theme off of Greece. Mm. Uh, you know that movie? So we did that. We wrote, all, we wrote all the lyrics for T-Mobile. I have a little home studio, so I recorded everything. We did everything. We shot a video. It came out really cool. I had a friend who shot a video for us. <clears throat> and um, we ended up winning, winning the talent contest. And you either go to Maui or you go to Vegas. So they want, we went to Vegas. Like, ah, we wanted to go to Maui. But all right, whatever. We'll yeah, take yeah. Vegas. <laughs> and I was the first rep ever, ever, ever in T-Mobile. I was the first rep to ever get Winner Circle because the top 1%, they go to the trip called Winner Circle. It's, they fly you out to Vegas for free. You go for four days, three nights. They pay for your... We stay at the Aria. As long as it was pre-pandemic, right? right? Yeah, that was before <laughs> pre-pandemic, right? Before all this happened. It was, it was sad the last time I went with all the masks. Yeah, and, yeah. No, no and, mask and, at the time. <laughs> no mask at the time. So Plexiglass every Way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. None, none of that was <laughs> happening. So we end up. So I end up. I end up winning the talent contest, and I win the the trip for for winner circle. So we end up going. I end up. We end up uh, going out there to perform, and all the execs are out there. John Ledger, all the CEOs, all wow. the all of them, all of them. They're all out there watching. So after our show, the CEO comes back. He loved our show. So we end up doing a second night, which we weren't supposed to do. We end up performing a second night. That second night, they tell us, "Hey, we loved you so much." We're going to fly you guys to Maui. We want you guys to perform to Maui. So the surprise is on stage. We ended up going to Maui, which was one of the best trips I've ever had. It was so great. We performed in San Diego. Then we went to Maui. So now I'm not even working at T-Mobile anymore. I'm working for T-Mobile as a, as a musician now. Okay, doing music and singing. I haven't been in my store probably for like a month and a half now because they have me traveling everywhere, right? And on top of that, we're getting paid the whole time. You know, we're getting paid to go travel and perform in all these places. So we went to San Diego. Then we fly us to Maui. We stayed there probably for like a week. When we're in Maui, they wanted us to perform beforehand. And I told the guys, oh, I do magic. I told one of the uh, one of the guys who's running the show, I do magic. He's like, you do magic? I'm like, yeah, I'm a professional magician. You have any stuff with you? Yeah, I run to my hotel. I grab my stuff. I come back. He's like, all right, let's go. I'm going to take you to a table and you can float around. First table takes me, takes me to all the executives. I'm like, bro, let me warm up first. Let me get some other tables. But okay, okay. All the, the head of marketing is there. The CEO, the CFO, all of them, they're all there. And they're there with their wives. So I'm like, oh, he's a magician, blah, blah. So I perform magic for them. I go magic for everybody. And then we do our show. After the show, one of the ladies comes up to me. He's like, hey, uh, Nick Drake wants to talk to you. Nick Drake's the head of marketing for T-Mobile. He's like, oh, I'm like, oh, to all of us? He's like, no, 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 just you. I said, oh, 
okay. So he comes, we go talk to him, and he's like, hey, Anthony, he's like, uh, when they brought me to the table and you said you did magic, I thought, oh, it was going to be cute stuff. Like, oh, he's like, probably, didn't and then you did magic. I was blown away. I was like, wow, this guy really does magic. What's your background? So I told him I performed with the magic cast. He's like, wow. So he says, I'm actually doing an influencer summit for T-Mobile in Seattle, Seattle's headquarters, Yeah. T-Mobile headquarters. He said, I would love for you to come fly out, and I would love to have you a part of it. He's like, I would love to have people who work for T-Mobile and know what we're about perform i mean do stuff with us on on the entertainment side as well Mm. i said okay so i call my boss i'm supposed to go back to work in two days and tell him hey uh, i'm not going back i'm gonna fly to seattle headquarters now i'm taking more time off he's like why are you going to headquarters i'm just um like i'm just a this is just a year and a half of me being into the company what is the manager saying he's blown away he's blown away like he's he's never he's never even met the ceo and here i am they know they know me by name and they're flying me out over to headquarters I end up going to headquarters and I end up um, I'm gonna even work at the T-Mobile like it's like so convenient like down the street from yeah, the gym yeah oh yeah right yeah, <laughs> you, yeah, yeah, yeah. you call the shots yeah. like, oh, I want to work here I think yeah 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 <laughs> so it's just like I end up I end up and I end up going out there to this influencer summit and I met a bunch of cool influencers like a bunch of funny guys really cool guys and girls and uh, I end up doing a magic thing for T-Mobile mm. and it's on my Instagram and it did great and I like through who, who would have thought, right? Me getting hired and then all that ends up happening, doing music, mm. doing magic, you know, and, and all that. Uh, it's just, it's, it's just interesting. You know, you, like, you do what you love and it's yeah, just it's the amazing. rest, the rest that's, will, will that's follow, up, will yeah. follow out, you know, and it's, it's become like a nice little, little gig in the meantime, but yeah. So that, this was last year, all that, all that stuff. This was two years ago. Two years ago. Yeah, okay. And then, and then, and then, uh, last year we were going to submit the, our audition to perform again. And then it, it carries on to this year. I see. And then it, yeah, uh, now right now this, they canceled yeah, all the trips, Yeah, yeah, yeah. canceled all the trips. So, you know, they miss us. We'll be back. Shout out T-Mobile. <laughs> <laughs> so you like T-Mobile's okay. T-Mobile's cool. It's not a bad gig, you and know. And they, they like you too. Not lifetime. It's, <laughs> not, it's not long term, but nah, it's, it's, it's awesome. It's, You're it's it there up. for, for the, yeah, up, for, yeah, for there. You it's know, awesome. you get the freedom. I get the freedom. You know, it's just like, it's great. It's great. It's what, cool, what, what are the, what are the job are you going to get where you get to actually, you get hired and then you're also going to get to do music for them and you get paid for it and I do magic, magic and I get yeah. paid for it, All you know, it's just like, you, done. it was just, I would have never thought that was going to happen. And on top of that, still being, you know, a top 1% in the nation, you know, in, in sales, you know? So, I mean, it's just. What, uh, what motivates you? Um, ah, geez. I always say, uh, I have a dream board at home, mm-hmm. right? And, uh, and the dream board I have on there, what's your why? And I feel that's, I feel like everybody gets motivated by their why. You know, I feel like you, if you, ha, you, when you have a reason to do something that's beyond just yourself, you push harder, you know? And I feel I, under what's my why, I have a picture of my mom, my sisters, you know, my, my little nephew, his name's MJ, you know, my, my, my stepdad, and then, and then everything that I want to, want to accomplish, you know? And it's more than just for me. It's like, I want to, I want to help my mom you know, I want to, you know, give me, open the doors for my sisters, you know, and I feel like when you have a why you push hard and that's, that's my why that's, I think that's what motivates me. Not only just to succeed for myself to say like, yo, I did this and I made it happen. Like I have with other things, but also, you know, for them too, you know, and, and for them. Yeah. A hundred percent. I feel like, you know, when you make your mom proud, yeah, I, make her proud. I feel like, I feel like I have, you know, already, but like, you know, I think, um, yeah, I feel just um, and and my I have oh that's why I have my aunts on there too, my my tia Chui, because if it wasn't for her, 
I would have magic. never got into magic. I would have never found magic. And when I first started magic, nobody believed in me except for my mom and my aunt. Everybody, like even some of my family members would tell me, you know, not that careful yeah. not to do it. Oh, don't spend your money in this. It's not good. Blah, blah, blah. And then once I started performing at the magic castle, I was like, oh, look, this is, this is, my, this is Anthony. Oh, <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? And of course, it's great getting out. But, you know, and I grew up, I also That's grew a up in a, right, right there, right? I grew up in a Spanish Christian church too, you know? So my grandma was a pastor. So I grew up singing in church and playing the drums. So like when I started doing magic and stuff it was kind of like weird because at, at that time we, Eric, everybody was like really religious you know I remember when my, my aunt took one of my, my we took my grandma and my other aunt to go watch Siegfried and Roy and they were so blown away that they said the only way they were able to pull off these things is with the work of the devil they said it's not magic it's working the devil right <laughs> uh, my grandma's way more chill now she's like I love my grandma she, shout, shout out she's my nanny man she's she's uh so I, they're I all her. like they're all they all like, but at sang, the time it was, they all yeah. sang and performed like yeah. church and yeah, your mom time, also is a singer right my mom's a singer songwriter as well and i think that's how Super i got into music well. right? it was just my my family was musically Rider, inclined your mom's a writer, yeah, yeah my family was musically inclined and it, my stepdad is a music producer he's worked with a whole bunch of people mm. a whole bunch of talented people my mom was a singer songwriter my grandma was a, a well-known singer back in her day she she sang with juan gabriel who's um she did shows with him um so it, was, it came from my grandma to my mom my stepdad so i grew up in a house already doing music and then in church singing so i think it was kind of inevitable for me to not fall into music you know but uh not to fall into music i mean for, it was it was inevitable for me for, for me not to not do music not, I was, yeah right yeah, to, yeah it was it was i knew it was gonna it, happen yeah you know it was gonna it was like i didn't know no it matter but, what, it, but it was, in your it was gonna happen. yeah you know and I, I always i was always playing guitar i was always playing guitar and i was doing magic and we were doing a tour with a magician mm -hmm. after we finished the tour i had some time at home and that's how i picked up my guitar and started learning more songs and i kind of fell in love with it i was like yeah hey, you know what? i think i want to do music i was like what but you're doing so good in magic. I was like, I know, I know, but I also want to do music and I can do uh -huh. blah, blah, blah. So kind of just really dove into the the music. And that's when she said, okay, well, if you're going to do music, you need to go to the magic castle of what music is, which is Musicians Institute. So she oh, really that's pushed how you ended me. up over there. That's how I ended up there. Yeah. So it was, uh, it was a, and, and, and going to Hollywood, that's how I found jujitsu. You yeah. know, that's how I found jujitsu. And I just fell in love with it. You talk about your, your, your story, not storyboard, uh, dream board, dream board. And what are your goals? You know, you have your whys. What are your, what are your goals? Um, you know, if I, like I feel like, possible, I feel right? like, yeah, I feel you like, feel like you reach your potential. No, not at all. Heck no. Right. And I feel like most of us, most people will never feel that, you know, because once you accomplish something, right. there's always going to be something else. You know, I did, I did magic. I got the job at Disneyland. I'm like, okay, what's next? Got right. the magic castle. Okay. What's next? I went on tour. Okay. What's next? And it's just, and I think that's what makes us great. That's what makes us great. You, you, you want to, you want to dig, you want to get more, you want to keep pushing. And that's what it is, right? Right now, I'm, I'm pushing with the music. You know, I'm gonna I break that barrier, and then once I hit that, it's like, okay, what's next? Yeah, I feel like uh, I feel like you won't. Uh, People always think that the goal, right, is the <clears throat> the goal or whatever achieving achieving whatever is like the your is happiness, but mm -hmm. like the, actually the journey, right, is the, the happiness, the chase, the, yeah. the working towards that. There is in church. There was a pastor. Mm -hmm. One of my favorite quotes that he said. He said, "The sign is not the thing." The sign is the thing that points to the thing. And that's, that's when what I think it is. about my jujitsu living in Brazil and really going for it. Like, man, that was like happiness. That was like, just like, it wasn't like winning anything or, mm -hmm. you know, it was like the working so hard work, being in that, being in that. Yeah. Is yeah. What like really like true happiness is. <clears throat> and, and there's a, there's a video of Kobe Bryant, you know, when he mm -hmm. passed away, there was a dad, he was recording Kobe because his, 
the dad's son was going to try out for the basketball team, but he was nervous. And Kobe was nice enough to send him a message. If you, if, you, if you can never look it up, it's a really great message. But he pretty much wishes him luck, tells him get out there, do his best. And he says, you know, I kind of wish there was like a magic wand to like just, you know, help and cut, give, give you a shortcut. And he's like, actually, no, nah, I don't. Because that would just take away from the hard work. Mm. He's like, and that's the best part. He's like, so mm. work hard and get it. And I feel that's the best part. I feel yeah. that's, that's when you achieve what you want to do, everything leading up to it is what makes it worth it. It's, it's not you getting there. Right. It's about all the work and grind that you put in to get there. And I feel that's, that's the best part. Because if it was just a shortcut and you get there, you wouldn't appreciate it. You know, if you can just get there just like that, it's like, ah, okay, cool. What's next? And it just came easy. But it's, that's what makes having a black belt so great. Right. It's it's there's all no the work that you put right? in. There's, there's no, no shortcuts. shortcuts, you know. There's no shortcuts. It's showing it's up, working showing hard, up, doing, doing your it. best, mm-hmm. and 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 just being here. The, and the hardest part is showing up because once you're here, you're here. It's great to go. That's why, like fighters say, the the best part for them is the fight day because right. everything else is done. All the hard work, the camp, the weight cut, the training, yeah. all of it's done. They're there already. That's the best part for them, and that's why the victory is so sweet because it's all that hard work that yeah. you put in. It's yeah. the same thing with everything else, you know, with yeah. music, magic, you know, all, all the time, all the hours I put in at home practicing and nobody saw to get there. That, that makes it so great. I'm going to ask you again. So what are your goals? What are your goals? Like anything's possible. You're, and, a, you're, a, you're, a, you're a young guy. Like anything's possible. You know, I think, uh, I think. Uh, Don't be shy. <laughs> I know, right? I just, I, you know, I think uh, right now, when I was just my main, my main focus right now that I'm doing is is music. You know, mm-hmm. I've just been focusing on music, and uh, to re- to release, to release, start releasing more music again, and get that grind back. You know, we're in this weird time right now, yeah. this weird pandemic. But um, what do you dream about? What do you dream about accomplishing? Like, and like, this, this is like. I don't know. You know, you know, because you, you look be, at you look at people that inspired you, like in magic and these yeah. different things. What, what, who, what kind of people inspire you? What kind of you music? Know. Yeah, not just music, but just in general. In general, I'm talking about all. You know, it's it's hard to you see you do so many things. You know. Yeah, yeah. But what, like, just tell me some <clears throat> your goals. You I know? feel I feel like uh, I feel like pe- people that inspire me are, are are people that are out there that that walk the walk. You know, you know, people that 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 do that do what they say they're gonna do and mm. do it. There's people who just talk about it and don't do it. Mm. You know, there's people who are great talkers and they can sell you the dream. But then they got follow through. They got hundred dollars to the name, you know, right. behind them. And it's like, what? You know, and there's people out there who I mean, there's so many influencers like that nowadays. Yeah. Influencers, you know, that right, right. that I, there's YouTube, influencers that YouTubers. I know. Yeah, there's there's people that I know, you know, that like yeah. they, they got a lot of followers, but man, they're struggling. You know, and but what they put up on it, that's why I always say don't don't believe everything that you see. And it's know? like surge, right? Celebrity photographer was with like Dr. Dre and like the who's who, you know, man, and and like taking pictures of them, but and he was sleeping in a in an apartment. They would ten guys, ten guys, not even mm-hmm. a bed, you know. At the time, he was grinding, right? You know, he was grinding, that, making you know, it happen. He has all these these followers and all these things, but he didn't, you know, no money, right? Mm-hmm. He was he was making it happen. He was grinding to make it happen, you know. So it's just like, I think but those things don't correlate, you know. Like yeah, that's not, you know, the followers and all that with you know generating mm-hmm. income and yeah. you know living the it life doesn't. you want to live, it right? Doesn't, right? Yeah, and that's why that's why they say surround yourself with the people that you want to be like. You know, surround yourself. Because likes attract likes, you know, and uh, so who do you look up to? Man, what goals? What do I look up to? I I feel like it's like I want to be like that. 
Like, what? I want to I be, like be like that. that uh, you know, just, I don't know. Just <clears throat> I feel like there's artists that, that I really, like artists that I really like that, because for me, like, I, I love to just wake up and do music every day, right? I, I just wake up and it's like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to do music. I'm going to go train mm. and I got to go hit the studio. I got to, tra- you know, and uh, I feel like there's, or there's also people who are really like watching like Eric Thomas, <clears throat> like Dr. Eric Thomas. He's a motivational speaker. Okay. Awesome. Oh, he's the one who says, uh, when you want to breathe, when you want to, uh, what's the quote? When, when you want to breathe is when you want to breathe as bad as you want to succeed, that's right, when right, you'll be right. successful. That's mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. Um, Gary Vee, I love watching Gary mm-hmm. Vee, man. He's great. Um, uh, but I don't know. It's hard to say. Like People people I look up to, I don't, I don't know if I really have like someone where I was like... Uh, you know, I ask all Sean, like, man, what what do you... You know, he loves to do music. Like, yeah. you know, like every waking hour. It's nice because he's balanced now because of jiu-jitsu. You know, he's really living a healthy life and he's doing stuff that he really loves to do. He's like, yeah. man, I just want to be, be able to make make a living doing what I love to do. Yeah, that's it. I, I think, I think that that's, that's, that's the dream probably, you know, it's like, and for me, it's like at the highest, cause I, you know, I love I've always like reach for the stars, you know, like mm. shoot, shoot, shoot as high as you can, you know? And there, there's, you know, if you, <clears throat> if your dreams don't scare you, they're not, they're not big enough. Yeah, yeah. Right. So that's for me, it's like to reach that, that pinnacle, to reach that staple center, performance staple center, you know, like performance perform, yeah, center, right. That's cool. I, I did when I did Cali Bash. I have um uh, on my dream board. I have the Staples Center on mm. there. And when I did Cali Bash, I performed. We did. I did the pre-show right outside. And I was like, oh, it's, I'm that close. I'm like, I'm right there. It's like it was right there with that song. You know, we're releasing that song. It's like, it's right there. And it's and I know like my song charted on Latin Billboard, and we did no promo. We had no PR behind. We had no music video. No nothing. That song literally charted on its own from just the help from push from the radio and people listened to it and streaming it. And that was it. And I was like, okay, I know the music's there. I know, I know it's there. I just got to keep grinding and pushing. You know, I just gotta, I gotta put myself out there and just do it. And I think for me, that's probably the goal. You know, just to, to reach that pinnacle of, of success as a musician and be and to just do that every day. You know, wake up and just do music. I love music. And then, and then magic. You know, magic and too. and acting because it's like, why not? I could do it yeah, too. Yeah, I met you know? uh, what was his name? The the I just sent you that picture. I met him at the cafe. Oh, uh, Salah. Sala, so you're an actor. Yeah, you know, I was like, oh, he's he's doing this too. Yeah, you, know? you sent me that picture, and I was like, uh, I shot a movie. I shot a movie for everybody. That's, this is and it's a guy I shot with, and this guy he's worked with some New Zealand. Yeah, he's from New Zealand. He's the Tongan. coolest guy, man. The coolest guy, <laughs> and we sh- we shot a movie. I, I got the lead. I was one of the leads. I was the lead warrior. It was supposed to be released actually earlier this year, mm-hmm. and then all this hit, so it's gotten postponed. But um, I haven't. I haven't I haven't released anything yet, but the movie the movie's called Beyond Paranormal, and it's like sci-fi horror film. Um, but yeah, I, sh- I shot that. I shot that with him, and then he, he sent me a picture because he yeah, was yeah, here at the. Yeah. Uh, how'd you meet him anyway? I just sat randomly at the cafe, and, and you started he talking, talking to him? his friend. He's uh, he's like he goes to the cafe like every day. Uh, he's a stunt man. Yeah, yeah. And so he does stunts all as well. You know, yeah. so they're friends, and he's actually staying with them right now. Oh. And they just they were just hanging out, and I sat. You know, just happened to sit to the next at the next table that's <laughs> we just crazy. started talking you know and then he started talking about all these people that he knew like uh, my friend Renato Migliaccio ah. uh he's a black belt okay. uh, Hein Gracie black belt actually oh, okay uh judo judo black belt wow. uh, he actually uh, he came to Santa Fe uh, stayed with me the first wow. like years ago and so you know now he's here he has a gym in the Glendora you know oh, okay and so he does a lot of stunts at that uh 
what's that place the the well, uh, uh, like John Wick they were practicing. Ah yeah yeah I know the, I, I forgot what it's called, called but I know I know I know. Yeah so he about. he taught him actually. And Solos goes there too. Yeah 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 yeah. So he actually taught him jujitsu there and then he's like talking naming all the names and Anthony Cruz oh yeah I just did a thing with Anthony and then he started talking about it and he showed me that picture look at this picture it's a cool picture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's a dot and he just started dropping all these names like yeah no I know we're not oh yeah no Anthony. <laughs> and I was like, we take a picture. It's like send it to Anthony. That's so <laughs> funny. That's so funny. Randomness, right? Oh, what a small world, right? He's, yeah, but so I mean, I think I think through all that, just just keep doing M music for me is like the main thing. But you know, I still do acting and 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 the modeling stuff and the magic because it's just I can and it's there, you know. And I enjoy doing it too. And aside from that, also working at T-Mobile, you know, so and killing it there. So <laughs> right on, man. You're an inspiration. Uh, I. I love you, man. You're, you know, just an example, I think, for, for many, like, character-wise and just hard work and, you know, and you're so talented, but talent not matching a, a character, right? It's like I prefer the, the hard work, you know? Yeah. And you have both, you know, so the sky's, there's no limit for you. Yeah, thanks, Professor. So I'm really looking forward to, you know, seeing yeah. you accomplish anything you put your mind to. Thank you. Uh, I'm really grateful. I found I found you in the gym, and I'm 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 I feel so happy that I get to say like you and then Professor Mark because right. Professor Mark, you know, I was training with Professor Mark too when you sold the gyms, but right. I was coming between both. You know, so happy. Like I never gym hopped. You know, there's so many people that like. Oh, you always you from. always we always kept the connection overall, no matter right. what. Yeah. I, I don't feel like there's many people who can say I started the same professor. I started with from white belt. I got my right. black belt. You know, and I feel like I'm so grateful. I get to say that like, I started from day yeah. one with you all the way up until now and it's still continuing the journey you know yeah, and it's amazing really and it's like never never the f literally the first gym i walked into and i feel that's that's been a blessing for me i like i found the gym that was the gym to be at you know like, and this was before all of this became you know before you got this side it was just you know it's the love of it and the, your passion for it like you said you, you got to lead by example you got to surround yourself by people you want to be like and i'm watching you i was like oh that's and i think that's why i train so tough that's why i train so hard because you would always train tough you know like i got I, I can't i can't be a wuss and not and i train hard i would see you fighting out of like chokes and submission like okay i can't be tapping out there from a bit from like a little with chokes i gotta try to fight too yeah. you know find a way like you always say you, yeah. find a way yeah. you find a way you grind you you look for it you fight you find a way and if you do get subbed, you make them earn it. You know, you make make sure that they remember, like, damn, that was that was tough. You know, and uh, I feel that 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 mindset you've built into a lot of a lot of your students, especially like that that old school. You know, like when we first started with you in 2011, 2012. Continues, man. It's continuing. It's trickling down, right? To mm -hmm. the kids. Yeah. You, you, kids you that we teach. You. Yeah. Yeah. It's character, it's like right? Some, character. Yeah. There's some kids here that they come. They they start doing. They're starting to do my advanced class. If anyone yeah. wants to come Tuesday, Thursday, seven thirty. Legacy Advance. Uh, you know, yeah, Lorelai. Man, she's a she's a monster. She's she, how old is she? Like fourteen. Fourteen. She's a, she's a killer. She's four. I always think like imagine if I could find you if we find you just that young. You know. So, so, so great. Like that girl's going to be black belt. Right She's like 22, right? 21, 22, 23. How great is that? Yeah. A bit. Like you said, you instill that, you instill that. And then that gets passed along and you make them, you make them, you know, when it's, when it's, when it's time to roll, you roll. You, and I feel like there's, I remember our, our, uh, one of the, one of the instructors, he would always, when he, sometimes people would be talking. And during the row, and he come on, he's like, you guys want some coffee? You want some tea or what? Oh, what's going on? And like, oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> who, who was that? Our team. Our team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he would, he would always do that. Oh, but it was like, great. You know, yeah, he's, like, yeah. he's like, look, he's like, when, you, when it's time to roll, don't, don't be. He's like, people would sometimes be like, oh, how'd you do that? He's like, no, 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 don't start teaching the techniques right now. Yeah, yeah. You want to teach techniques? Teach it at the end of class. Yeah, yeah. Right now, it's time for you guys to push each other. And it's time to roll. And that's like, 
that's how I roll. That's how I love to roll. You want to talk afterwards? We can talk afterwards. Like you catch me with something, I want to figure that out. I'll ask you afterwards. Or if you ca- I catch you with something you want to learn, I'll teach you yeah, after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like when it's time to roll, let's make the most of it. And let's roll. Let's roll. You know, none of this like oh talking blah blah. I'm proud of that. I'm proud of that. Yeah. The old school. The old school. It's the real stuff. The real yeah. school. You know, not yeah. old school. It's the real school. Yeah. Right. It's yeah. like true character building. Yeah. And that's I think like when I all my friends, I mean, they was friends for over twenty years, twenty five years. You know. Mm-hmm. And it's because we have that bond, you know, mm-hmm. of, you know, being in, being under fire, you know, yeah. and, and that, just, that just never goes away. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. It just makes you a better person and makes you. <clears throat> yeah. And you've, you've carried that. Better. You've carried that. I feel like you've carried that out, you know, and it's even, even there's so many, I think I said this at the, at the, when I got my black belt on the speech, there's so many people who have opened up gyms now and that are here, but because of you, you know, like the Pasadena gym, you know, yeah. you got Northridge, like all, all these black yeah. belts that wouldn't, wouldn't be there if not for you. You know, you opened, you opened that door. Like you said, like we said, it's all about the relationships you make, yeah. people you surround yourself with. And, uh, you know, even people in New Mexico right. and uh, the, the lineage that you have right behind you, it's just, yeah. it's, uh, it's definitely You've done some good things. Yeah, for sure. Right. For sure. And, and now here, thanks it's, to you guys, you know? Yeah. No, like, thanks. Thanks to us. And thanks to you. You know, it takes, yeah. Takes one, t- takes, takes, there's no I in team like they say, right? Yeah, so. I've been lucky. What can I say? You know, <laughs> my lineage and Draculino and Carlos Gracie Jr., you know? Yeah. Just, just following my heart, following my, my, my instincts and going down to Brazil and yeah. learning, learning from the best, you know? What degree, what degree are you now in your black belt? Fifth degree. Nin- 19 years as a black belt. That's crazy, yeah. crazy. That's crazy. That's amazing. Hopefully Dude. it never stops, right? Yeah, Hopefully that, it never that's, stops. That's so it's crazy, like, the situation now with the... You know the shutdowns and all that, but it's not going to go anywhere. It's going to be back. Yeah, yeah. It, time, it, it will. It will pass. Time will pass. Yeah. You know, time. Like they say, time heals all. Yeah. Time heals all. Whether it's a relationship you're in, you're hurt. It's or like whatever. it's not linear, right? It's like okay, we're on a pause, you know, or whatever. But as soon as the pause is over, like we're going to just come back. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. Because we have that. I mean, connection. you already see we have things. That con- you have that connection. Yeah. Things. Things are already kind of. You know, we're not doing outdoor restaurants. Right, right. Start opening movie theaters because right. <clears throat> what are we going to do? Just. Sit indoor all all year all the time. You know, yeah, it's it's crazy. Got We got to find a way. Find yeah. a way. Yeah. So. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you, man. Thank you yeah, again. How can people find me. you? Uh, Instagrams. And um, I have. If you like, if you want jujitsu stuff, I'll make like sometimes I make funny like videos and I post my jujitsu. TikTok. What's your TikTok? <laughs> <laughs> on, my, on my Instagram, it's just Jits Cruise, J I T S Cruise, uh, and then my my main Instagram is just underscore Cruise Anthony underscore. That's like my main Instagram for like my music and stuff. Um, yeah, just follow, yeah, Instagram. I feel like the, the TikTok's gonna be banned, so you want to yeah, don't, 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 don't follow TikTok. Don't, don't follow TikTok. It's gonna I don't know where it's going. And Instagram's already starting to be steal the, the platform. It's starting to become like the reels, right? I mean, yeah. yeah Instagram's they all oh, they stay stealing, but you know what? It's smart. They, they, shut, they shut down. Uh, what's the other one? Uh, uh, was the 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 story? Snapchat, Snapchat. Snapchat. Yeah. They hey, like they Snapchat. say, right? Talent borrows, genius steals. Uh, you know, Mark Zuckerberg has done that. He, Mark Zuckerberg got bought Instagram and Facebook. I mean, he's done that from the beginning. If you watch the if you watch the Social Network, the movie, Facebook wasn't really his idea. Right. He stole that from the brothers, right. and he just kind of made it his own. Like I said, talent talent borrows, genius steals. He just stole the idea and it made it Facebook. There's, he's a fam- kind of there's a famous Pablo Picasso quote, something like that, you know. Yeah, I think, yeah, and that's 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 what he's done. He he, he took he took the, their idea, he got sued, whatever, paid him out, took he made Facebook from Ace Facebook, he bought out Instagram, then he's like he tried to buy Snapchat, They're like now, nah, oh you don't want to buy, okay, we'll steal your Snapchat stories, bah, still Snapchat stories, and you got TikTok, ah, oh, you know what, we'll make reels, whatever, and it works. Why? Because Instagram's the biggest platform right now, you know, yeah. and everybody everybody's Phones. on there and on their phones. That's what it is, you know. 
millennials, Generation Z. It's like that's that's what it is. What generation are you? Millennial. Millennial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what generation I'm. I, generation X? Am I Generation X? Uh, I'm not sure. Maybe I gotta I gotta look it up. I gotta I gotta see. I don't know. But um, yeah, it's this. Uh, what it is where everybody? It's it's where everybody looks. At it. Every everything's on the phone now. You right, know? right, everything's right. on the phone. So, yeah, Instagram though. Instagram. That's my Instagram. Jits Cruise or uh, underscore Cruise Anthony underscore. That's where you can find me, and you can also find me here at gym training Tuesday Thursday. And if you want to come take the class, you we drill and train hard Tuesday Thursday seven thirty advanced class. Thank you, brother. Yeah.